welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Hear them digits rolling. No, they don't make noise because it's computer. Rawhide. Boot them up. Ramhide. Boot them up, crush them down. Boot them up, spin them down. Load them up. Load them up, spin them down. Load it up. <laughs> Load it up, copy it over. <laughs> back up, back up, raw, raw data. Raw data. <laughs> Welcome, friends. It's another episode of the Brian Trust. Obviously, we're a little silly this morning because... <laughs> It's early, although it's late. Yes, this is a rare Sunday episode for us. We're a little late on getting things done, but that's because things are a little crazy right now because it's just April, a, and that's what t- it is. Just a like I've, I've got a script deadline I'm trying to finish for writing, and uh, bunch of, and obviously I've been I've also been while I've been writing I've been binge watching Game of Thrones mm. in advance of the premiere tonight. The last season is starting this evening. I'm super excited to see how it all ends. Um, In fact, I'm going to put a link in the show notes because my favorite video, my Game of Thrones related video that I post every year on opening night, Mm. the way some people do with baseball or football, this one's mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little little treat for everybody. Um, That's nice. But uh, so, you know, obviously I've got, and then trying to work Game of Thrones around the movie challenge and, some of that stuff as well. So it's been, mm-hmm. it's been a little, a little bit, a little bit crazy for me, but definitely more crazy for you <laughs> from what I understand. Yep. Um, yes, just it has. advanced notice to everybody. We may, we're definitely going to be off. The show will be off next week. Uh, we may be off the week after as well. We're not sure yet, mm-hmm. but there's specific reasons for that. Specific. <laughs> next week, next week is Easter. I'm on vacation. Um, as well. Like I'll be out of town. I'm, going like i'm unplugging yeah. that weekend like take yes the sir me. i'm just gonna read like take books and yeah. paper and just think and yeah and listen to my parents you know question my life choices but I mean, <laughs> i'm kidding i love you mom um but uh you sir have a big announcement we've been holding off talking about it but i think i think it's time yeah, what's going on? Because the show's going to change a little bit as a result, maybe. That's right. Uh, it was a tough decision, but I'm becoming a woman. <laughs> no, 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 Loretta. No. <laughs> I want you all to call me Loretta. <laughs> no, uh, my wife and I are moving to Atlanta, Georgia. We are. Ooh, we're going to be the same time zone again. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh we are um we are leaving the Bay Area. My wife got an amazing job opportunity. After doing some amazing after doing some amazing hundred years. <laughs> yeah, we have been in the Bay Area for three hundred years. No. <laughs> no. Uh she is going to be working with an amazing organization in Atlanta. Um Zach Brown's uh Camp Southern Ground, and she'll be working with veterans. Nice. Uh, specifically wounded veterans. And uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, she is just coming out of her skin, so excited about doing this. Um, it's an amazing cause, and they have invited her to be part of that full-time. Yay. So we are doing that. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so that's what's happening. So our, our lives right now are a little chaotic. We are, of course, doing all the things that you do when you got to move a house uh, uh, and sell a house and buy a house yeah. and find jobs, <laughs> right? For me, I have to find a job, right? So, uh, and I've been, I've been interviewing with some amazing companies and um, it's going to be a tough decision to, to choose uh, the one to work with. And I, I'm, I'm uh, our, our family's feeling very blessed right now. We are in an incredible situation um and it's a life changer it is definitely a life changer um we're going to be you know financially we're going to be going from an area of the country that is ex- incredibly expensive to live in um to an area of the country that is less expensive to live in and um and will be in great shape and it's a 
you know, you can agree it's a, it's a little slower pace of life. And I think it's, I think it'll be good for us, you know, health wise, financially wise. Um, here's some incredible news. My parents are actually thinking about moving there as well. There's a senior living center there that they really, really like. So they're going to, so they're going to visit in the fall. My wife's parents are considering it as well. So we, we are basically, um, probably the, the majority of our immediate family, um, will be possibly relocating to Atlanta, Georgia. So this is, um, yeah, this is actually, there's been a, we've been flying back and forth and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, so that's, huh. So our, our whole life will be in a moving truck, you know, April what, 22nd, something like that. And, um, we'll be driving across the country, you know, truck will be on its way. Uh, one of our cars will be shipped and the other one is we're packing it up and, we're packing up the pilot and we're taking a road trip. So, so there's that. That's, that's the, uh, that's the big announcement. We are moving. Miramani studios will be shut down and relocated to South Atlanta. I don't know what that is, but okay. No, Miramani studios. That's uh that's uh, the name of my little studio here. This is oh, where we live. Okay. Yeah, so Miramani studio. It's the, it's the area. Where we are, so I called it Miramani Studios. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be uh, relocated to South of Atlanta. Yay! Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's going to be a few weeks for him. Yep. So, um, if yeah. we do an episode, maybe in a couple of weeks, we may follow it up with me doing another solo show just for the heck of it. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it's uh, or or maybe I'll get one of the other one of our other Brian's to sit in for mm-hmm. an hour and have some fun. Yep. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's well, I just got Frankie. We got my friend Frankie. He wants to join in. Well, but I'd rather you be here for that. Cause I don't know. Of course. Frank, so. Oh yeah. Oh, you'll love Frank. Frank. <laughs> Frank is, well, and then, and hopefully in, um, also coming up, it's, it's interesting cause all this chaos also coincides with obviously the premiere of Avengers Endgame, And we did promise ourselves we were going to do an Avengers episode. Yep. So that may wait a couple of weeks after the premiere of Avengers Endgame. So, which is good because yep. that'll give us time to get a bunch of extra people on. We'll have like a right a mega right. sized Avengers sized movie right. podcast. Um, well. What was what was funny about last last week's episode? Uh, I don't know if anybody caught it. I caught it, and of course, I was waving you off because <laughs> you had mentioned you said. And when you're on the road, you can probably see the Avengers in any movie theater where you can find it. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you specifically, but whatever. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Who else are you talking to on the show? No. Uh, so, did that make it in the episode? I thought I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. No. It sure did. Go back and listen it. to it. I, lost a little... I never listen to the show after I'm done with it, after, after post-production. What are you talking about? I listen to it at least 10 times. I love our shows. I don't have time. <laughs> so many other things I've got going on. <laughs> no. I listen to a lot um, of... I've got a bunch of Game of Thrones to watch. I don't have time to listen to our show. Sure. Besides, I don't have <laughs> yeah. to listen to it. I lived it. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, so we're selling our house, uh, packing it up, and we're we're doing it. Yeah. So yeah, it was means- a, you know it it was it, it really is an amazing opportunity for her, and it's uh, you know we're here in the Bay Area because of me and my job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it 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 was a means to an end. You know, um, it's her turn. <laughs> yeah, it's her turn. Yeah, I mean the job that I have, I'm so thankful for it. It changed it. It helped my family. It changed my family's life. I mean, it it really, it really is. Uh, um, it was good for us. It was despite a all the spoiler free complaints and gripes, but those come with every job, so that's nothing new, right? Those like, are like little day to day stresses, and of course, day to day stressors. The overall picture, I'm very thankful. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, 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 very thankful. Uh, yeah. and I am going to miss everybody that I work with. Well, on the plus side for the listeners, then what this means for us is more of us in the same room mm-hmm. has to plan some of the things we've been wanting to do for a long while that mm-hmm. distance has made a little more challenging. We're going to go I, see movies I think, together. Yeah. That we can do more of, we yeah. can plan that some of the, some of the fun, 
kind of creative stuff we've been talking about too. I think yeah. it's a little easier to facilitate yeah. between sit in a room and kind of sit there and plot out and write it down yes. and map it and actually get yes. all the things and get on each other's cases about not getting things done. You know, <laughs> that's right. Uh, seems to make it much easier when gonna, you're face you know, to face people. Yeah. Get used to this noise. Open the door. I know you're in there. Open the door. <laughs> oh, plumber, ma'am. Candy yeah. gram. <laughs> Just a shark, ma'am. Yeah. Just a shark with some candy. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. So good, good. I'm, I'm excited as well. I'm not, I'm probably not as ecstatic as you are, but that's. Well, it's a change of life. I mean, yes. this is, this is a new chapter. I feel like, you know, um, we're, we're, we're reaching a point in our life where we have to make a change. Uh, and it's one of those things, you, you know, as you go through life, you, you hit certain stages, right? And I think we're at the stage of thinking about, you know, winding down, retiring, you know, we're, I mean, we're consciously thinking about like having a home with no stairs because, you know, as you get older, you can't yeah. do stairs, right? So, I mean, I've often thought about that too. I, I, I like, well, that's, but then I'm coming from Phoenix where ranch homes are kind of the thing, like two story yeah, houses right. are a little mm-hmm. rarer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, mainly for heat reasons, <laughs> the second floor is always right. like a hundred times hotter. Right. right. But, um, yeah, and no, I, and I look yeah. here, like I driving around Atlanta, I'm like, man, there's just not enough one story. Yeah, there's way too many two story houses here. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and because of because of just uh, the geographic location and the financial climate and all this other stuff, I mean, these homes are huge. Yeah, these homes are huge, they're and they're there, and they're like that. Relatively speaking, they're not that expensive, right? So, I mean, the the same house in the Bay Area is is one and a half to two million dollars. No, you know, in where you know in there, it's you know. 300,000 to 500,000, you know, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And yeah. so, I mean, we did it right. Um, and everybody encouraged us to stay here and wait till the property value went up and we had a target, we have a target price. And we said, once it hits that, we are going to seriously think about leaving and, um, it hit it. And so we are, you know, we're selling our house and good, good. moving on. Yeah. So this will be <clears throat> equity, pay off some debts and Oh yeah. And uh and a nice little extra nest egg as well. Yep. And, For emergencies, uh, that'll be our, yep. you know, that's our rainy day fund. Yep. And uh and then we you know what? Then we uh we live in an area that is fifty one percent less to live in than where we are today. Ooh. Means what? you're gonna be in town for Dragon Con. Ooh. <laughs> Block Labor Day weekend off, buddy. You're going to want to go. <laughs> you, I think you're going to want to go to Dragon Con. It's a crazy, psychotic mess, but man, is it fun. Let's go. Yeah. We'll take well, I'm already out. going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, because Artsy, we perform at Dragon Con every year, so oh. I plan to be there. I'm, But I usually buy my own pass so I can go all fun. So I can go the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. Last well, year, it was yeah. exhausting, but man, was it fun. <laughs> Well, I'm looking I forward really you know, a lot. So I'm looking forward to this. One of the things I'm looking forward to is to seeing what Artsy does and possibly, possibly getting involved. I mean, I think yeah. that would be a lot of fun. I'm looking for something like that. Yeah. I'm looking for something like that. I, I've tried to look for something like that in the Bay yeah. area and I really couldn't, I couldn't find anything that I wanted to, you know, spend time on and plug into. And so, well, I'm, and I'm, I'm working on some things with Artsy that might, depending on what you're, work schedule is with your next employer, whoever that may be, mm-hmm. we might be able to fit it in there somewhere, you know, kind of mm-hmm. something to take into keep in mind uh, yeah. for myself. Like when I'm, while we're trying to put these things together, some of it, obviously there are other people involved. So we have to kind of, right. you know, it's hurting right. cats trying to make sure everybody's available. Of for course, of course, a of given course. thing, but we're working on some things with inside artsy that um, right. kind of expand our catalog a little bit more and, and mm-hmm. stuff so there's some good opportunities for yep for yep. some new blood as well so yes all they, always, the they always like having new people come in and perform so oh heck yeah i would love to we'll teach you foley we'll teach you, you know. yeah all hey, sorts of me, all sorts give of me a stuff. spot on the stage and a microphone and i'm 
I'm moldable. Let's That's do not it. a problem. The Foley stage has two or two or three mics usually. So. Hello. <laughs> For sound effects. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then, you know what? Uh, there's, uh, there's an item on my bucket list that's going to get checked off, uh, which is driving across the country. I have always wanted to do a coast-to-coast road trip. And yeah. ever, since I, ever since I had my own license, and of course, everybody's like, no, you're not. <laughs> No, you're not. Not by yourself. I, I, I've never understood. I, you know, I've done it. I, I've done it a couple of times now. Yeah. Uh, three, well, four, counting the trip when I moved out here. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, it's not that bad. Like I think, it, I think people. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, you and I are living life on the lowest difficulty setting, <laughs> being, mm-hmm. being middle-aged heterosexual white males. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, I think you and I are not going to have that kind of problem, but I did think about, right. I remember my first road trip back in like 97, no, 96. No, it was, no, it was 97. Yeah. Cause I had the Explorer then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember reading about that with cross country trips and things like that. It was like, they'll look at you funny or whatever. So like I, when I drove through some of the Southern States, on Interstate 10, and they're like Mississippi and Alabama and some of that stuff. Like, I threw a ball cap on, you know, kind of had my hair was a little shorter. Like, I had, I got a haircut before because it's gotten shaggy. Like, you know, I have a normal length that's a decent mm-hmm. size, but I, I got it cut shorter specifically to blend in. Not like I was going to get pulled over or anything, but I, mm-hmm. it always looks weird. You know, you get those weird looks from people. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'm okay. outsider. I know right? so now I think, but it's, right. it's less of an issue now. And right. I knew it, wasn't well, there, really, it wasn't really an issue anyway, when I drove through and I was like, well, that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am who I am, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to have an issue. Uh, I mean, California plates, I have California veteran plates. I'm pretty sure. I'll be I'm fine. sure you're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I just, nah. Nah. I just, I was thinking, I was remarking on that time again, that was right. 20, over 20 years ago at this point and yeah yeah things some <laughs> things have changed some things have not but yep, it's not it's not it's i think it was more about working off speed traps and yeah. things like that you know some excuse yeah. to pull you over driving well right driving while foreign or whatever you know it's, that was actually one of the tips that i got is they said as painful as it is do the speed limit yeah you know, because yeah. you don't want to attract attention well, funny because, thing is, you know, all these, yeah. you know, what happens a lot of times, sadly, is uh, even if you're one or two miles per hour over the speed limit and you have a out of state plate, they will pull you over because happened to me. They can, <laughs> they can, they can bet on you're not going to show up to court and you're just going to pay the fine. Well, yeah, it happened to me. Although I was living, it was when I lived in Wyoming because uh, I hadn't registered my car in the state yet. I'd only been there for a few months, and mm-hmm. it's a college town. So, but in Laramie specifically where the university is, it's, all, it's, uh, they have their, they have the city police, they've got the county sheriffs, they've got the state police, they've got the university police, and they all love pulling over out of state drivers mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. I was one, I was coming around a curve going home after, after, or I was going to, yeah, I was going home where I was staying with my uncle and around this curve it's like 45 when you go into it but then it slows down to 25 when you're coming out of it mm-hmm. and that's a nice little trap i'm not sure why they pulled me over because there were people speeding past me mm-hmm. when they did so i was like mm-hmm. oh you sons of bitches but then i didn't have insurance mm-hmm. either at the time so i'm just like mm. mm-hmm. so it cost me a lot of money to get because then i had to get insurance but in order to do that i had to register my car in order to do that i had to get wyoming driver's license mm-hmm. and it, yeah it was a lot of money out the door at that point because yep the ticket was cheap, but then it was it was the ticket was cheap, but then it was a thousand dollars to beat it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. they're banking on, man. Yeah, so that's what the was, tip was. It was like, make sure your tags are all up to date. Yep. Make sure you're not speeding. Uh, there's a lot of states where it's a two lane highway, and they don't want you. They don't want you camping out in the left hand lane. I mean, little di- tiny anything, anything. You got a taillight out. Guess I will. What? I will give you this tip that I learned painfully when I moved here. When you register your car. It's going to be hella expensive. What's hella expensive? Because uh, they have, well, in Georgia, what they have is an ad valorem tax when you register vehicles and it's based on the value of the vehicle. Oh, dang it. Like I did when I registered my car last year, it was, it was like 500 bucks oh. and that's a 2009. So oh. it's kind of, but it's a one-time payment. 
Yeah, they told so then, us that. So then yeah. your registration on your tags is super cheap. Like I got mine, it was like twenty bucks. It's my license yeah. my tag to renew. And oh yeah, we're like oh, and then you know obviously I got to go get emissions check too. But yeah, because for some reason here for newer cars, it's like every, it's still every year. Mm. It seems weird. What for smogging? Yeah. Oh really? It's weird. Like when I lived in Arizona, it was if it's ninety six or newer, it's every two years. Like it's not every year. Here it is. I don't whatever. Right. In California, it's like a, it's a, up to a certain year, and then yeah, it's like exactly. every other year. Yeah, yeah. it's usually the most car. Usually, it's like ninety six or newer. Yeah, yeah. Because they that's when they started mandating catalytic converters in cars. Exactly. And to, and to exactly. Emissions. Exactly. And most cars now are built to meet California emissions, typically anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because it's easier for the manufacturers to just meet one set of standards, and that's like right. the most the strictest standards in the country. Right. So, right, 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 right. And most car manufacturers these days are super low emission vehicles. Yeah, the newer oh, ones yeah, are exactly. like well, extremely low emissions. Whatever that's why I thought it was really weird. I'm like, why would they need to smog smog test every year? It's yeah. a newer car. Yeah. I mean, it's a 2009. It, exactly. It's a I mean, even my even my whatever. 2001 Accord is it's called a ULEV the ultra low low emissions emissions vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I've got a ULEV vehicle. Why am I getting smogged every other year? It's a money making machine. Yeah. That's all. That's the thing is I think it's like 20, 25 bucks or so. It's not a lot to do that. So I'm like, no, all right. I don't mind. You know, it's it's literally like two minutes from my, from my apartment. I I will tell you this though, the location, right. The smog check, not only does it check the emissions, but it also checks your fuel system. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I've had plenty of times where uh, my emissions were fine, but it failed because my gas cap wasn't uh, didn't have a good seal. Yeah. So, like the fumes of the of the fuel, that's what they're looking at too. Yeah, so, they check uh, all that stuff, and that's easy. And and most places they'll say a gas cap right there. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You know, they'll show you they're like no suction, and then they put the new one on. Look, suction. You know, so. Plus, that's a little tip too. If you have an uh, if a check engine light comes on. Uh, it could be that you didn't put your gas cap on or it's, it's got a leak. I actually had that, uh, on one of our cars. I had the check engine light came on and they said, Oh, it's just the gas cap. Nice. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I, Easy. I, it's not major. That's why I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Ed, Ed, yeah, I know. I, I, mean, we I didn't, that one. I didn't actually know about that when it was moving here. So like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> a friend of ours told us that, you I know. mean, I had the, I had the money, but that was a huge chunk out of my budget after moving here. Yeah. I, there's going to be a lot of that. I could have extended another month or mm-hmm. two without regular work. Yeah. We have, I mean, everything that we could have possibly budgeted for with this move has been taken into consideration. So we're, yes, we're, we are financially, we're sitting pretty good um, moving. Um, the, oh yeah, no, the, I, the only things up in the air now really are selling the house. And unfortunately we're not going to be here for that. So we have some really, really nice people that are helping us out with certain things. And um, Yeah. So, I mean, things are rolling. Things are moving. We're excited. It's a new chapter of our life. Uh, we feel it's going to be for the better. We feel like we're going to thrive there. And I'm looking forward to getting plugged in as many places as I can for voiceover stuff. I mean, uh, you know, for acting, this is a great place to be. Uh, you know, Hollywood, yeah, Atlanta, yeah. Louisiana now is coming up, you know. Well, Louisiana has uh, been kind of up and down a little bit. It yeah. depends. It was it was big right after Katrina and thing, but then when Atlanta mm-hmm. really started booming, I mean, things yeah. still shoot there. NCIS, NCIS, New Orleans obviously shoots in New Orleans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of films do shoot in Louisiana as well, still, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Georgia and thing. Yeah. Atlanta's kind of like the Southeastern hub yeah. of all of these places. And yeah. I know, I know actors, I have actor friends here that will drive to New Orleans for auditions and stuff mm-hmm. when they need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking things, which forward I think to is that. a little crazy, but then I haven't done it yet. So <laughs> I'm like, right, Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I'm looking Artists forward to doing voice. some auditioning or something. I, I really want to, you know, I want to, uh, I want to get more into voiceovers and stuff. And I feel like if I can plug in with a studio or something that, uh, you know, maybe I'll get thrown a bone every once in a while. Right. Right. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're excited about this. We we're very much, and you know, we're looking forward to things like um, our parents are thinking about moving to Georgia as well. Right. You know, right. so so my my there's a there's a senior living facility. It's an amazing campus, five minutes from our house, and my parents are seriously considering 
um, moving there. My wife's family is seriously considering relocating. Um, so that would be, I mean, that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, so we'll see. I mean, everything, everything so far regarding this whole thing has been 100% positive. Yeah. You know, no major setbacks whatsoever. Knock on wood, no major setbacks. Right. And, um, you know, um, I, I feel really good about this. I feel really good about this. I'm torn, uh, quite honestly. Um, there, I got an emotional storm going inside me because I'm on the plus side, you know, on the positive side, I'm very happy and I'm very excited. And, you know, I'm, I'm very, very, very um, relieved, you know, uh, to move. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's a, but just because, I mean, when we visited there, we weren't there more than four days and it's the first time in my life I actually felt sad leaving somewhere to come back home. You know, no matter where we go in the world, I'm always, I'm always, um, happy to go home. Like I miss, I miss home. Oh, I miss our bed. Oh, I miss, you know, I miss my things, you know, that sort of thing. When we left Georgia, just visiting for four days to see if we wanted to, you know, live there and, and look for a home and look for, you know, and kind of uh, talk with companies and this sort of thing. When I was sitting on the plane, I was actually sad to leave. Yeah. And I was like, this actually is a good sign that I really, I really like it there. The people are just so nice, you know. Um, where we were anyway, people just wanted to talk to us and they wanted to, they were waving at us and the restaurants where we went to people just, you know, like our next door neighbor at the table wanted to talk to us. You know, I mean, I loved it. Of course. My wife, not so much. She's very that's, introverted. And once you, you know, once you get settled in, you find out it's all a conspiracy and marketing scam. Like those people are all paid to wave it, weave it, oh. weave it potential move here, move potential residents. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they come in and you and they steal Another your soul victim. yes yeah right you come in and steal your soul in the middle of the night one of us <laughs> alright so anyway um, so that's all fun uh, I'm really looking forward to the road trip so we talked a little bit about this road trip uh, it, we, we, so we found a website called roadtripper.com Right. Not a, not a sponsor of this podcast. Right. And what you do is you plug in, obviously, your start destination, your ending destination, and then uh, or your start point and your end destination. And then what you do is you say how many hours a day you want to drive. And so we put in eight. That's, that's pretty typical. And then uh, what it does is it maps out your route and then it makes suggestions on where along that route you should stop to sleep. And in each of the, and it seems like it's in major areas where you stop, they, you can click on the little icon on the map and it lists all of the hotels in the area. Hmm. So you can actually, so our trip uh, is going to start out in the Bay Area and we go south you know, we're going to go down like California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a left turn at Bakersfield and we are going to, uh, we are going to hit, um, Arizona. Uh, we're going to go, that's our first stop. So the longest leg of our trip is getting out of California. Yeah. Long state. Yeah. So you get out of California. As soon as we cross over the Arizona border hotels right there. Uh, and then, uh, and then we go through Arizona, we go through New Mexico, we go through the smokestack of Texas, and then we wind up in Oklahoma and Oklahoma is the next stop. Uh, we go, we go, yep. We go through Oklahoma Oklahoma is a long state, right? It's a, it's Uh, relatively. yeah. Yeah. So we start out at the finger of, you know, so Oklahoma looks like a finger pointing toward Texas, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, <clears throat> and so we go through the, we go through the finger of Oklahoma. Uh, we then go through Mississippi and Arkansas. Am I saying this right? You, you got to look on your face. Uh, well, I'm looking to, probably Missouri. 
Missouri. Wait, 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 wait. Well, no, but Missouri's too far north. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me get a map of the United States here. No, you might go through Mississippi. Well, see, you wouldn't. Yeah, you no, might no, end no, up. No. You go through Arkansas first, and then Mississippi. I think. Hold was, on, hold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hang on, hang on. I think it was just thrown off by the order you were. I'm sorry. Discussing sorry. these things. Sorry, let me look, let me look at it right here. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna go to uh, here we go. Okay, so <clears throat> I will tell you. So we're gonna be on I-40 for the most part. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see here. Okay. So we go through, uh, yes, Arizona, New Mexico. We go through the top hat of uh, the top mm-hmm. smokestack of Texas. We hit Oklahoma. Yep. We then go through Arkansas. Yep. We're actually going to pass through Memphis, Tennessee. I'm right. stopping there, by the way. Like I said, uh, this is, I'm, I'm intimate with this route. <laughs> I mean, gonna, yes. Yep. Uh, uh, and then we and then we kind of drop down. Uh, we kind of cut the top, uh, the north uh, east corner of Mississippi. We kind of right. we chop that off, and then we kind of go down through Alabama, mm-hmm. and then we finally wind up in Georgia. Yep. Yep. So that is the that is the order. Are Actually, you, we don't go you, through the finger. I was mistaken. I'm sorry. We go through the t- we go through the top hat of Texas, and then we kind of cut the rest of Oklahoma in half. Right. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I thought that seemed weird. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I was going off memory. Are are, are you are you gonna are you gonna stop at Graceland? Yeah, of course. How could okay. you? So all of these places, if there's some major place that to stop, I'm stopping yeah. there. Well, now, it's we conveniently kind of it's kind of on your way. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. it's like the, the times I've been through Memphis, it's kind of at the other end of town than where mm-hmm. I was headed. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't really go uh, because it's down in the south end by the airport. But um, right, right. We could do, I mean, we could do alternate routes. So we could drop down, uh, yeah. we could drop down and go through, uh, instead of going, uh, you know, instead of taking I-40 east all the way there, we could do I-40 and then I-20. And then we can, then we can do stuff like we can stop in Dallas. We have friends in Dallas. Then we, then instead of going through Oklahoma, the majority of that trip yeah, is I-20 is from Dallas right through Atlanta. So Yeah. And then instead yeah. of going through Arkansas, we could go through Louisiana. Yeah. Uh and uh and then through Mississippi. And then we can go up through Alabama and then finally wind up uh through Georgia. So mm-hmm. then so there's a couple of different ways we can do this. Yeah. Um I honestly might do this route because we have we have very very dear friends of ours in Dallas. It would be nice to say, "Hey, we're coming into town. Let's you know, let's meet up for lunch or dinner or something." Um, and then I have family from Louisiana, uh, specifically Tickfaw, Louisiana. And so, if this route is near Tickfaw, which I don't see it, um, then I would do that. Where is Tickfaw? Where is Tickfaw? I don't see it. I'm not finding it. Um, but that would be kind of cool. Let me see. Let's let's do this. Uh, Tickfaw, Louisiana. Where is Tickfaw, Louisiana? Oh, that's very very south. No, 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 no. We couldn't do that. Tickfaw is like in the big toe of Louisiana. That's like under Mississippi. <laughs> no, we couldn't do that. That's too far down. Um. Anyway, so this is so this is on my bucket list. It's going to be a it'll be a fun road trip. I think. I'm looking forward to it. I totally cool. looking forward to it. Yay! Yeah. Yay! So all the cars have been serviced. Uh, I got the pilot serviced. I got it road trip certified whatever honda was like you'll make it you'll be fine yeah and uh our journey starts in, at the end of april Woo! yeah yeah so this is exciting uh leap of faith for sure of course right because once you leave california if you sell your home uh unless you have a lot of money sp- you know, built up somewhere, you can't come back. 
Yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> Pot so, committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once we commit, we're out. Now, people have said, hey, why don't you just keep your house and rent it? Nah, we, we don't want to be renters. The one thing, I don't want to be a renter. Uh, the other thing, I honestly don't think we have any plans of coming back. I, you know, we'll visit for sure. It's yeah. not like we're ditching and bye, see you suckers. No, we're, um, we are, we'll come back and visit. We have, we have very, very dear friends of ours. Well, that's uh, the thing is now by selling the house, you have the money to actually come and visit <laughs> if you want. Right. Exactly. As opposed to, as opposed to, yeah, that's right. Well, if you do it right and you sell your home, like you own, let's say you own a home in California and you sell it for a crazy number. And then you go to a place where the homes are not crazy to buy. Uh, you could own your own home with no mortgage. Right. You know, that's a, that's a huge life stressor that is, has just been removed. You know, mm. yeah. we do, have, you know, of course we have property taxes and there's utilities and things like that, of but um, you can budget for that and you can do that. Not working in a high stress, you know, in a high stress job if you want. Exactly. To. Yeah. Right. You can pretty much write your own destiny at that point. Um, so, I mean, we're this is going to be good for us, and uh, we're looking forward to friends and family visiting, you know, and and um, falling in love with the place and relocating. <laughs> Yay! What, yeah, so we can join the whole like <laughs> join us. <laughs> you know? By the way, <clears throat> speaking yes. of evil, mm-hmm. speaking of evil laughs, <laughs> I. Good segue, man. Good did you happen to see? Good accidental segue. Yeah. <clears throat> did you happen to see yes. the new? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? The, Hell yeah! The, I did. The teaser. Tra- we're talking about the teaser trailer for Star Wars, right? Episode nine, the long-awaited episode trailer. nine episode coming nine. this Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think oh, before. I think before the couple of weeks before Christmas. But yeah, basically. Oh the my! Rise, the goodness. official episode name: The Rise of Skywalker, which I think is yes. a very strange title. Well, well, well. Even more than the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi or any, like the Rise of Skywalker is a very odd title. What does that mean? I don't know, and that's the interesting. Well, here I have some. I have some thoughts. Mm. My big guess is. It has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with Luke and Leia. It has everything to do with Kylo Ren, who's a Ben, who's a solo. Technically, he is a Skywalker as well. Because um, we know where he's be, from. It, it would be his redemption, uh, maybe. I don't uh, know. But the big thing everybody's talking about more than anything else in that trailer is the end, because you get to laugh at the end, and the laugh is Emperor Palpatine. And the whole reason is when they did the trailer reveal at Star Wars Celebration, which was in Chicago this weekend, actually, I believe. Mm. Um, Ian McDiarmid, who plays the Emperor, was there in person. And he actually came out and said, roll it again. Like in character, like he actually did the voice. And they were all like, ah! So everybody, a lot of people are jumping to the conclusion that he's going to be in episode nine. Mm. But I think they're misreading it. They think he survived the plummet into the core of the death star. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think so. No, my, my assumption is force ghost like Luke or like Yoda, but he's an evil force ghost and he'll appear to like Kylo Ren or something, you know, and um, that would be my guess. Although yeah. that's the thing is he was the one who has explored. He's the one who kind of learned from Darth Plagueis about life after, you know, preserving life and doing that. It's possible it's possible they could cherry pick from the EU mm. because the, the Thrawn trilogy, which is kind of what kicked off the expanded universe back in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, going into total nerdery here, which is now it's technically non-canon, but mm. they've been cherry picking like crazy from the expanded universe for what mm. Disney's been picking like crazy for whatever they want. Mm. Um, there's a whole thing where the emperor actually survived mm. because he transferred his consciousness into a clone. So he's got a series of clones so he can keep living. He basically just transfers his himself into it. Like one body gets destroyed because the idea at the time was that the dark side was corrupting the physical body. 
Mm. They didn't. This was before the prequels, so they hadn't explained how he got his scarred face. They assumed the dark side was like corrupting his body or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, so basically, when one body's wearing out, he transfers his consciousness into this other clone, into these clones. Um, and Luke, and Luke, in the books, Luke, there's a whole adventure where Luke has to go up against these Emperor clones, and there's even an evil version of himself um, that I call Luke. Because there's an apostrophe, like an extra U. It's like L-U apostrophe U-K-E for that one. So I always called him Luuk. Luuk. Uh, you know. Um, but he, uh, and so there's there's a whole thing with that where, because he wanted um, Luke to join him on the dark, you know, was still, you know, trying to get him onto the dark side and stuff. And there's a whole right. arc with that in the books. Um, yeah. For anybody who hasn't read the, the Thrawn trilogy that Timothy Zahn, Timothy Zahn wrote, Back in the day, uh, Heir to the Empire and its sequel books, it's fantastic. Mm. And that's really, that set a really high bar for the rest of the expanded universe. Mm. And Timothy Zahn actually came back after they revived Thrawn and made him canon as a character mm. by making him appear in Rebels. He came back and wrote two books on his origin story. Mm. So, um, which are in my reading list. I, um, I started doing some of that this weekend because I've been procrastinating finishing my script. Mm-hmm. Um, I was compiling a list of books to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you say mm, it's up to almost thirteen hundred. <laughs> this is a this is like a bucket list of reading. Like I I do not expect to ever finish this list in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all sorts of different books, fiction, nonfiction, you you name it. Um, but I have both those Thrawn books in in my inventory. Like I own them already. I bought them and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Um, I mean Kindle versions, but uh, of course. But I'm Those gonna, are nice. I like our Kindle. I'm going to try to be more serious about reading more stuff. But this is book fiction, nonfiction, a ton of nonfiction, yeah. and a bunch of different subjects. Right. I say that too, and uh, then I, gonna, you know, I, I feel like if you're going to read more, you should read more of things you want to read, not just read to read more, because then you just kind of. Well, like, that's the thing. It's like I'm, I'm going to look at these titles. I'll probably win oh, yeah. titles out as I go. Oh, yeah. Uh, my goal is basically just to compile a list to start and right. and I'm going to get through the stuff that I already have in my possession currently. Right. First. Right. But that's right. a couple hundred books. Like I've got a while. <laughs> so it's going to yeah, be a yeah, couple of years, read. probably at least. Yeah. You, you um, uh, I have a friend I, of mine. That I haven't even cataloged. I haven't even cataloged what's in my bookshelf. I literally just Holy took moly. what's on my Kindle and then yeah. like whatever physical books are, are in the line of sight in my bedroom, which is not that many. Right. Because uh, right. most of them are on my bookshelf out in the out in the yeah. uh, the line, and I'm only taking stuff I haven't read yet that, that's right. going exactly. Way, so. I have a friend of mine that can read a book in a, in a day, and I'm like, how do you do that? Well, and that's that's part of what I'm thinking, especially for the nonfiction stuff. Like I'm thinking about, I worry about it sometimes because I know people who can speed read, and I'm like, I wonder, does that detract your enjoyment from fiction, or does it? Mm. Can you turn it on and off like a switch? Can you actually? read these right. books, read these books fast, but then actually take your time with a right. fiction book and really right. enjoy it and let it sink in and right. dive into it where you're like reading a book in one sitting because you can't put it down because mm-hmm. it's one of those. I haven't had a book like that in a long time. Right. Or it was super gripping. I think the closest I came was probably um, the trilogy of books about Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, uh, that uh, and now I'm blanking on his name. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was uh, Theodore Rex and was the first was that was the second book in the trilogy, I mm. think. Mm. So make sure I had it spelled. Uh, Edmund Morris mm. did a did a trilogy of books on the life of Teddy Roosevelt. Oh. Basically, there's the rise of Theodore Roosevelt, Theodore Rex, and then Colonel Roosevelt, which is like his post presidency years. Mm. Um, and it was fascinating. Like it was one of those like, oh wow, this is this is amazing to read and like all the things that Teddy Roosevelt did and uh, all that stuff throughout his life. And he was a voracious reader himself. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so stuff like that. I still want to try to slog through Churchill's six volume history of world war two. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, things like that. Like where the, I have, right. I have, I have like probably like two gigs of eBooks that I haven't cataloged. So I don't know what I actually own. Some of them I've read. Some of it's stuff I already read that I wanted a digital copy of just to preserve. Right, right. Uh, other things are just stuff I haven't even uh, that I haven't 
you know, it's clutter basically at this right. point. Right. But I want to, I want to catalog it all so that I have it. I can start reading. I mean, I can start reading now, thankfully, but that's, I want to be more aggressive. The movie challenge has kind of inspired this in me, which is like, mm-hmm. I want to do this more. Additionally, um, I've been thinking about this a lot as well, trying to find more ways to do more, um, do more voiceover work, audio work, even stuff on YouTube. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, an actor that I follow, David Hewlett, who was in like Stargate uh, Atlantis. He was one of the main cast members and thing. I've seen him in a bunch of movies and stuff. I really like his work, but he, he's a huge geek mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. And he does these, he's been doing these videos now called burn and learn, which is basically cause he's been learning a bunch of stuff. And so he does it while he's exercising. Oh. And then as soon as he's done exercising, he hops on YouTube for like five to eight minutes or whatever, and just talks about what he was studying. Yeah. So he's been getting through like these really heavy books and like learning programming and, and all sorts of different topics and things. Yeah. Cause he's, he's, uh, he's building a maker space for his son and, and uh, like the friends and for teenagers and things to yeah, yeah. kind of learn robotics and as well. That's like one of his side projects when he's not working all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, and his wife too is, is like a producer and she's, is pretty busy herself. They keep, they yeah. travel back and forth between Toronto and LA, LA a lot. Right. Um, but he talks about it. He calls it the torture device, but it's like, you can see the elliptical machine mm. um, things. And some of that, he's mainly doing it for fitness, but he's like, while he's doing it, I'm going to learn stuff. And then I was like, well, so while I'm doing that, I'll get on YouTube and talk about that. Yeah. And, and in short segments, he doesn't do it. It's not all the time. It's not every day, but it's, uh, it's interesting enough to be like, Oh, okay. And it's kind of, yeah. but it's inspiring as well sure. to me to sit there and go, well, I really need to think about my fitness more. I need to right. obsess on it more to a point where it's actionable, not, not just sit there right. and go, why am I not doing this? But I need to actually right. exactly. to, to do exactly. these things. That's the part of, that's the part I struggle on is the point between right. I need to do this versus I'm doing this, you know, it's like the actual taking action is, is part of the right. stuff I struggle on right. in a lot of areas. Not just, not just that, but right. Well, and the best, I think the best, exercise that you can do is the stuff that becomes like habit. Well, of course. And that's like anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like anything, it's just kind of like building, building a practice. Right. It's like brushing your teeth Um, or, you know, which, you know, which or, I've always been bad at too, as, as my dental. Right, I'm seeing a pattern here. Right? Show. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. I can't no. help you. I give up. You can't brush your teeth. Forget it. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hot mess. I'll tell you what, uh, when it comes to that stuff. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like if it can't just be solved with the mind, screw it. I don't, want, I don't want to take any physical action. I just want to think about it. Um, yeah, that that's tough for me too. I have, I've dropped off the exercise you know, routine. Um, what I've tried to do is more, uh, conscious things like, you know, when I go to the store, uh, I pick a parking space that's really far away from the, I have to walk a block or something to get to, to get to the store. Or, um, you know, I'll just take a walk at lunch, you know, maybe just go around the block or something, you know? Well, and I, I keep thinking about, well, I keep thinking about doing that too. Like when I'm at work, like the parking garage where I currently worked, the top level is mostly empty. Mm-hmm. like all day not a lot of people park up there so i'm like well when i get off work why don't i just go up there do a few laps and then go down and get in my car and leave mm-hmm. or park my car up there so i have to go down the stairs right or exactly the elevator down the stairs. i mean i'll, I'll just I'll, I'll give you an i'll illustrate a good point about this which is so on sunday mornings like when we're recording this uh, i usually get up go do a do an early run to the grocery store before anybody's awake because it's the best time to go um but i take out my trash typically during the, my weekly trash, I take it out there. I I actually walked it down to the dumpster and back up to my car, which is the first time I'd done that in months. Typically, I literally will put it in the passenger side of the car, drive it over to the dumpster, and then throw it in as I leave, you know, as I leave yeah. to go to the grocery store. Yeah, I'm like, man, I almost did that this morning. I'm like, you know what? No, it's not going to kill me to walk down to the dumpster. <laughs> it's literally like, 50 yards it's not even yeah. like an entire football field you know? yeah right <laughs> um but it's so convenient to just drive all the way over there. of course it is of i is. and i want to find those things where i and that's the thing like you were talking about being excited about going to do do something or at least en- enough of a practice where it's like let's go you know but it needs to be right. not if not enjoyable but tolerable 
Right. To a point where, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be not completely pain free, but there's got to be a level where you're like, I accept this for now because right. it's temporary. Well, <laughs> right. And if you have a buddy to do it with, then it becomes, yeah. then it becomes mindless. Right. Like could, you have well, good conversation while you're walking a mile or something. That, you don't think can, about the mile. That can help a lot. I know when I lived back yeah. in Phoenix for a while before my, when my brother and I were living in the same town, he actually, we would actually go to the gym together. And that was uh, for a while we were doing that. And then his schedule changed and I kind of fell off routine. Like I was still going pretty dedicatedly for a while, like every day sort of before work, like we were going pretty good for a while, but after I just, after a few weeks, it kind of sloughed off because I I didn't have anybody to talk to. And right. um, I think if I was better about listening to audiobooks or, you know, that kind of thing while I'm working, which having wireless headphones does help that now as well. Not that wired headphones were an excuse, but I mean, it's no, um, but it's kind of like, then I sit there and I think about it like, oh man, I got to load this and my phone has limited storage and I've done mm-hmm. this and, you know, any number of excuses to kind of right resolve these issues. If I was smart, yeah, my phone has limited storage, but I could get like an iPod touch the same freaking size yeah, and like five times the storage, <laughs> and right, load, exactly. just load nothing but audiobooks on that, and be like, exactly. "Let's go! That's my exercise yeah. device." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or my iPad because I could set it on like a treadmill and watch, which I have done a few times at a gym. Yeah. Well, because I don't want to watch their TV, so I'll throw my iPad on there and I'll watch movies or something while I'm working out, and yeah. or an episode of Mash because it's a good twenty twenty five minutes, and you know, right. Um, that kind of thing, but. uh some of it's, yeah, some of it's honestly just doing it. And I don't know what the inertia is that prevents that, but mm. it's something I got to work on like everything else, you know? Yeah. But not today. Cause I have a script deadline. I got to finish. So. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, cause we're deadline. Cause we're, we're picking tri- scripts to perform at dragon con. So I want to actually uh, get it done yeah. so I could turn it in and go, please consider this. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cause I've gotten a lot of compliments from the bits I've shown people so far. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that, this will turn into a reality. It's been a long time coming. So mm-hmm. like 25 years coming mm-hmm. long time. I've been working mm-hmm. on this. So uh, off and on, let me say it working off and on. I've not been slaving away at it for a quarter century, but right. Know, Cause right. it's not, it's not a confederacy of dunces or something, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's right. not a pull it's a prize winning script. It's going to be a right. Thing. Right. Uh, but I think that, uh, yeah. So hopefully, that will become something. Well, and I can share it with you when I'm done. Yeah. Turn it into something. That's my, that's my hope. It will turn into something. Mm-hmm. Hopefully just not a big steaming pile of caca. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I can't think that's, of that's always my biggest worry is, is, is fear. You know, it's, it's like, mm, is it going to be bad? Put yourself out there, man. Ducks and yeah. It's brutal though. Sometimes it's, it can be brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world is pain. Uh, <laughs> well, nothing worth doing uh, never came with any risks. Did I say that right? I hate when I, yeah, close if enough. It, if it's worth yeah. doing, there's going to be risk. Well, it's, it's worth right. doing. It's worth doing well, but there's always going to be ri- anything worthwhile is going to be risky. Yeah. There you go. There you go. This the funny is thing is, is that after you do it, you kind of look back and you go, what the heck was I waiting for? Well, here's the thing I look at. Well, no, but part of it was for me for the longest time. Like I didn't really have a good avenue to take the work and go, let's do this. Mm-hmm. A, because I mean, the scripts were gone. I did try a number of years ago when I lived in, when I moved to LA to put together a group. Like I wrote multiple scripts as like separate episodes and tried to finish it up. And but you know, priorities and money got involved, and I couldn't. You know, I had, I had to pay pay bills. So that kind of fell by the wayside. Um, now I have this avenue where I've got this thing. And the part of it for me is I do, I desperately want to finish it before the presentations on Wednesday. So I can say, yeah. yes, here's the finished product. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Or at least please consider it. But also if it doesn't get picked for Dragon Con, it's not the end of the world. Of course. I don't know what other venue it would be good for. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's a perfect venue for, it's a perfect show for Dragon Con because it's technically challenging and it can be a real show. Like it's, it's a show for a big room. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it's like, I would love to do this. However, it's like, 
can we hold it off till next year? And I'm like, Oh, and it's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know, mm. cause then it can do the studio production in the meantime. Like I can put together the studio mm. production in the meantime and actually yeah. do a solid uh, thing. Mm. But uh, I don't know, but also it's like turning it over to somebody else to direct. Right. Cause I'm writing it. And here's the thing. I want to direct it, but that would be incredibly hypocritical of me because I have publicly stated to other members that I don't think writers should be directing their own stuff. Oh, because so that, well, because it becomes too, well, the problem is it becomes too tunnel vision mm-hmm. and it, and it takes away from the collaborative experience. If you, you know, cause other people may bring things that help improve right. the production. And that's right. really what it should be. It's like, what gets yes. it into reality? What gets it, Right. into a form that people will take in. Right. Um, and I think about the voices and like, I've had these voices in my head for so long, like what the, the what these people sound like, but I've already been challenged on some of that mm. with the excerpts because we're doing, recording a small excerpt for the class portion that we've been mm-hmm. uh, training on and mm-hmm. I've gender flipped some of the roles. Oh. And I thought about it and go, this might actually work better from an emotional perspective for the character, sure. for the character, I'm like, this might actually have more of an impact. I actually didn't oh, think no. about that. And yeah. I'm like, Oh damn. Oh no. <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh right. no. Exactly. Oh, well, that's how things develop, man. Now it's so many other things where I'm like, uh, you know, so right. right. Uh, trying to keep it all level and not get too excited, but mm-hmm. say, this is my thing. Please accept it. You know, I would be terrified if we actually do it for Dragon Con at the same time. Like I'm excited, but like, oh god, yeah. What if they? What if people hate it? What if the live show well, doesn't work? What if? No. Well, that's because, why you table read it and all that stuff. You make adjustments. Well, well there's you, table read and there's adjustments for performance. But that's the thing is how much how much how specific is a director going to be versus mm. you know I'm just like okay no it's fine I can direct the studio version and we'll be great <laughs> you know it's mm. like mm. yeah but. Uh, you know, it's some of that is thinking ahead, but not upset. You know, the, the goal is to think about some of those things, but not obsess about those things. Right. Right. Uh, because it's like, all I can do is focus on what's right now. And that's something I've struggled mm-hmm. with a lot because I tend not mm-hmm. to live in the present. Like I tend mm-hmm. to live way in the future or way in the past mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, which is stupid because I live way in the future, but I can't see beyond what I can afford next week. Right. <laughs> I want to make sure I have enough gas to get to work next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy place. My mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why we have shows like this. This podcast wouldn't exist if I hadn't thought about it. You know, <laughs> that's right. This is all like, your this fault. A great gimmick. You know, um, <laughs> this is all your guys, fault. Have two guys named Brian to make it ultra confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two years into it, and I think we're more, doing a great job. More now. <laughs> yeah, and right. Well, well, oh, no, my yeah. goodness. Is it really three and a half? Two, yeah, three, three and a half. Because September, it'll be four years oh. of doing this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had this for three and a half years, two of which were good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now we're just oh, kind of phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was, it wasn't, no, it's the latter two that were good. The first year was garbage, but <laughs> wow, we were still trying to find ourselves. Well, you know, it's like the first season of Star Trek of any Star Trek show, you know, first season of any TV show, you know, it's sure. always, season's always a little rough. Yeah. You right. know, they kind of have to find their way a little bit. Right. But right, right. Uh, <laughs> we're glad people listen. Hopefully there are people that listen. I can attest to that. I, will I have assume. very dear friends of mine that listen and they're to the not show. all, and they are not all Brian. So that's good. Nope. Nope. And they still <laughs> like me <laughs> after, after listening to the show. So that's a good sign. That's you a know? positive. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. positive. Well, we hope you're all listening to the show. I don't feel like it's a, I mean, it's like it's a good stopping point uh, yes, for please. this episode of the Brian trust. We have things to do. Yeah, we do. Um, so we need to get back to our lives and you need to get back to yours. Dear listener. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the Brian Trust. You get this episode and all of our episodes are available on our website at briantrustpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can subscribe there via RSS or Apple Podcasts or honestly, wherever fine podcasts are caught and listed and listened to and uh, that kind of thing. Uh, wherever you do listen to us, feel free to rate and review the show. His ratings and reviews are how 
shows like ours get discovered by other people that you may not know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, feel free to spread the word too. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't feel like you don't have to say nice things about us. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you have to say nice things. <laughs> please try to say nice things about us. Please, right. Right. please say nice uh, things about us. Despite my ham fumbled, you know, um, pitch there. Uh, you can also subscribe to like and follow our Facebook fan page. It's facebook.com slash the Brian trust. Uh, we're also on the Twitters. Uh, the show is at the Brian trust individually. We are on Twitter as well. I am at actor geek and I am at, be silky. And that's going to do it for this episode, episode 120, whatever uh, the Brian trust. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't look it up today, uh, <laughs> but that's uh, well, like I said, we're going to take next week off. We may be back in two weeks, but if not, it'll be three weeks somewhere in there. Uh, hope. And who knows? It might be in the same room. Oh, <gasps> that'd be weird. Not Ooh. since December, you know, that's kind of this time for real though, for on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for listening and until next time. Mm-hmm.